Blog Talk Radio. It's the SummerSlam pre-show pre-show with your host, the Dean of Wrestling Referees, Steve Kane, and Sadistic Sean David. Let's go to the studio now for the better SummerSlam pre-show pre-show. Yes, it is the greatest show on earth, the SummerSlam pre-show pre-show. And I don't think that uh, Sean's working still. Um, he's having some technical issues. So, um, Sean, if you can if you can hear me on this right now, just disconnect and just uh, use your phone. We'll deal with some issues in that afterwards. So, uh, right now, I am Steve Kane, and uh, the first thing I want to do is I want to give some uh, well wishes out to a. Uh, Longtime friend of mine, Mark Bagwell, a.k.a. Buff. Um, last Sunday, he had a uh, single car crash. Um, he apparently didn't uh, negotiate a curve correctly, lost control, hit the median fence, um wound up crashing into, get this, a freestanding bathroom at the Cobb County Transit bus station. So um, with this, Mark suffered broken ribs, a broken right hip, a broken left socket bone, a broken nose, and a torn right groin muscle. So um, he's, had, he's, had some, uh, he's had some serious issues over the years, especially with cars and that. Um, and so I just, you know, I just feel really bad for him because it's, you know, um, I've known, I've known, I've known Mark for many, many years. Uh, unfortunately has had a number of issues concerning substance abuse, and that, and it just, you know, it it makes me it makes me feel feel really really bad for the guy. So, Mark, I love you, brother. Uh, I'm gonna call Dell tomorrow and have him call you and express uh, all my uh, wishes for getting well soon. So, hopefully, you can get all this straightened out, my friend. So, all right, well. Um, quite a uh, interesting Saturday. Um, AEW was delayed by about 90 minutes. Thank you, NBA, for going over. Um, now, if you can't, if you can't make sure that uh, you're going to go off on time, well, maybe you need to. Uh, either practice better during before the game or maybe the game needs to be moved to another channel. So you got NBA network, you've got ESPN. Yeah, you you have you have your outlets. So um so AEW Dynamite started and here we go. All right. All right, there you are, All Sean. Right. Yeah, yeah, we got it. We're we're gonna we're gonna talk about this after after we get done. Uh, I'm gonna give you an idea for how to you know how to do something on an alternate and that. Um, so anyway, just getting ready to uh, start talking about um, the uh, delayed but still very good uh, AEW Dynamite. So yeah, it was a very first, good show last night. Yeah, I mean, first big shocker. I mean, well, of course they went pretty much from intro right to the start of the opening match, which was uh, FTR against Private Party, and all of a sudden we're like, "Wait a second, what's going on?" Tully Blanchard is now a part of FTR, right? And and he's got the FTR like, jacket I, on. Yeah, 
Well, I like that. I like this for a couple of for a couple of different reasons. Um, number one, it uh, definitely it definitely lends credence to FTR's stated gimmick of being old school brawling type tag team, and the two and the two people who were the best at that were Tully Blanchard and Arn Anderson. They did it in the NWA. They did it in WWF. So that uh, so that definitely lends credence to them that way. It also gives them a third voice on the microphone to fill every to fill everything in. So that uh, I think I think that's a I think that's a good uh, good challenge good you know, um, addition. To the group, and then um, too, if that when they you know when they do uh, six man tags, you know for the time being it'll be FTR and Sean Spears until or unless you know depending on how they go with this whole uh, twisted uh, plot line between um, Kenny Omega and um, Hangman Adam Page. That'll be that's going to be real interesting to see what they do. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um, which then was followed by uh, John Moxley and MJF's uh, dueling promos, and we both caught a couple of things on uh, on Moxley's promo, which kind of which kind of gave us a little hint well, as let's start to with the, let's start with MJF. Uh, MJF is bringing a stipulation back that has not been seen in wrestling in a very long time. Basically, uh, you hit me with your finisher. You almost ended my career. Therefore, I am going to have your finisher banned in the match, and you're going to have to find another way to beat me. Yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, and with and with the uh, lawyer, who he is actually a legitimate lawyer, by the way. Um, actually works for the company, so... It, but uh, he he did a, he did a good job he did a good job of cutting that promo I I liked that I liked that oh it was and, awesome uh, yeah and uh, and MJF you know breaking down at on at the podium and you know losing his composure I thought oh my gosh he's just I mean he's he's amping this thing up big time um then we then we come to the uh, to the John Moxley part of it which was what which was actually the first promo in the pair. And there were two things that Moxley said during that promo that were very, very telling. Um, number one, when he was talking about faults, and he says, if you talk to my wife, she'll probably give you two pages worth of them. John <laughs> has never mentioned i mean everybody everybody knows that john moxley is married to renee young and that but john has never mentioned renee at all i mean he made an accidental somewhat appearance on uh backstage one night when oh because of course uh right now they have to all do the stuff out of their houses but um but he's never but he's never made a, a reference to her on AEW programming. So that's the first thing. Makes you makes you wonder, you know, if yes coming in and she's actually coming in to help him. Because strangely enough, um later on during the show, somebody else's wife actually actually made their first ever appearance on AEW. And that was Melissa Santos, who of course is married to Brian Cage. Yeah. And then he talked about the fact that uh eighteen months from now he doesn't even think he's gonna be around. Right. So that's uh very very forthcoming. Yeah, yeah, that that was that was an interesting when he said that I 
I mean, my head snapped up and I took notice of that because it's like, whoa, okay, he's giving a timeline. I mean, Cody has talked about in five years, he's going to be done with active in ring. And he said this, he said this on a few occasions. This is the first time that Moxley has ever put a timeline on the potential length of how much longer he's going to, he's actually going to um, be an in-ring performer. So. Absolutely. Well, we've got some other stuff that we need to talk about and it's pretty big news. Um, We were talking about this before the break. There's three stories that I want to get into before uh, we get into some other AEW stuff because this is some pretty, pretty big stuff. Let me uh, get into my studio here. She'll let me. Bertha, Bertha is not a happy camper uh, right now. Bertha has been acting very, very unkindly with me when it comes to connecting the yeah. blog talk. So. Um, yeah. There we go. yeah, it's funny. Bertha's been unkind to you, but uh, um, well, I guess I'm gonna I guess I'm gonna call her Becky since mm-hmm. we don't want to say mm-hmm. Betty because Betty is the voice that we hear telling us, <laughs> telling us three minutes until showtime. Now, right? Yeah, yeah, Betty. We can see we can see the clock in the studio, even though even though it's a little bit off, we can tell. Um, but uh, if you're gonna if you're gonna talk about what happened in a, uh, in a in a certain title match from another show last night, save that for that one. Um, now I think that well, no, uh, I uh, think what we what we need to talk about is that uh, we have an a- NWA champion that is challenging Hikaru Well, Ushida. we'll get there. <laughs> we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. We're not even there yet, Sean. We've only just got to we've only just gotten to the Moxley MJF promos. So slow down. Okay, go ahead. Slow down. Okay. So then so then obviously we got to the eight man tag in which uh um Jurassic Express and uh Natural Nightmares combined to beat Butcher and the Blade and the Lucha Brothers. Right. Which oh led out to uh um, a lot of uh, shoving and blame calling in that until Eddie Kingston came out and cut a promo. And there's a little something that uh, you don't know about that about that promo. There was an edit in that promo. During the promo, he compared Ray Phoenix to Ray Mysterio. Yes. And it was cut out, but that was but that was that was edited out of the of the final of the final cut. I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking that there was a lot of edits done on the fly just because of the fact that uh, they were you know killed for time because they because they lost they lost an hour and a half of airtime and that. Um, so so then we get. The Orange Cassidy interview, which, of course, led to Chris Jericho coming out with his half-drunk uh, bottle of a little bit of the bubbly, which I which I guess you can still purchase that online. Um, <laughs> and then and then came out with what they're going to do on September fifth. The Mimosa Mayhem match, 3M. So there's a certain company up in Minnesota that might want to talk to him about that that one. (laughs) (laughs) Mimosa Mayhem. Yeah, it's either pinfall, submission, or getting tossed into an 80-gallon vat of booze. (laughs) <laughs> so, boom is mixed with orange juice. It'll be uh, a boy. Which, yeah, which, which something tells me that uh, that uh, Jericho is going to wind up taking another swim. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh boy. Um, 
Yeah. Then the elite defeating the uh, Dark Order group of four, five, and six. Um, yes. Then and then afterwards, Kenny Omega going going crazy again, and the Bucks having to uh, stop him from um, destroying one of the members of the Dark Order. So, um, you know. I'm waiting. To, I'm waiting to see where they're going on this with Kenny. I mean, you know, we've we've thought for a while that uh, eventually, when the split comes, that um, Paige was gonna Paige was gonna turn heel. Now, Paige, uh, of course, uh, he was seen in the uh, post match interview uh, with FTR. He came in and uh, started getting a little bit upset and. FTR seemed to calm him down. So again, it's I'm not sure, you know, I'm not sure what they're planning here. It seems like there's going to be some sort of big swerve when this whole thing breaks. Oh, uh, I'm just and I'm just wondering, you know, who's going to wind up looking like the looking like the face and looking like the heel. But uh, um, definitely, definitely seen a lot more leaning towards um, New Japan Kenny, towards the cleaner Kenny, as opposed to what we had seen before. So, oh, and uh, if you if you've never seen any of the uh, older New Japan tapes, um, Sean, you might want to look that look that stuff up for yourself because uh, um, heel Kenny is really good stuff. <laughs> Well, we're going to get heel Kenny Omega. That's what they're going with. And uh, because like, when, yeah. when, Kenny, when Kenny Omega turns on Adam Page, Adam Page is going to be a sympathetic baby face by default. Um, yeah. That's just but the way then, this but is going to end you, up. But then, how are you gonna, but then the question gets to be, how are you going to resolve his uh, connections with FTR? Well, so, that's going to be there, another – figured out and dealt with yeah uh speaking of ftr ftr delivered a promo and i believe september 5th all out ftr wins the aew world tag team championships because they are going to walk out of that gauntlet next week the winners there's no doubt in my mind about that yeah Yeah, for sure for sure um um now, okay, I want to, you know, I do, I want to get back to that, back to that match for a little bit because um, either this was really good work on everybody's part, or um, Mark Quinn said or did something that FTR did not like because mid-match when they had Quinn draped over the middle rope, all of a sudden it started looking like. Uh, not not so much for work, but uh, oh, kind of a shoot on him, right? And that you know, and that seemed to last for a while. I haven't seen anything that said there was anything oh you know, that went on between them yet. I'm still waiting to see if anything you know comes out. But um, so then from there, Darby Allen defeats um, Will Hobbs. Now, I was um, disappointed with this um, man. Will Hobbs well, is so big and has so much yeah. potential, and it, it I, was. I, I like yeah, Darby well, Allen. I was not a smaller, you know, more right. size equal opponent. They've got enough guys that uh, they that Musa and a few others that they could have put in for that, um, but. Uh, I definitely, I definitely liked uh, the uh, promo Taz cut, and then Ricky Starks uh, made up like Derby, and then of course he and, and uh, Cage attack him, which, I, which obviously is going to lead to um, Cage and Allen for the uh, FTW title on the fifth. Well, I think uh, it's going to lead I'm, into Starks Allen. I don't think it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be Cage Allen. I think it's going to be Starks. 
I think they're actually going to do break away from Cage and let Cage hopefully find something else and and let it be Starks and Allen because that'll be good shit. Cage oh, I, and Allen, oh, I, I don't know that I want to see. I yeah, I like I like I like Starks. I've liked Starks ever since um, you know started seeing him on uh, on Power and that he's a uh, you know he's a he's a good kid that uh, unfortunately just like with everybody else got caught in a uh, bad in a bad situation so um you know it's good it's good to see it's good to see that he's uh you know got a place to work and is being and is being put in a in a good promo and he's in a good situation having uh having Taz to bounce off of and that nothing, nothing like, you know, veteran talent to really, to really, you know, make yourself, make yourself look good. And that then came, then the Sammy Guevara thing. Um, and we found, and we, and uh, Sean found the picture of Guevara from afterwards. And that, oh my God, oh my God, he seriously, dude, he got his you know what beat. Um, yeah, literally, because I mean, he had his a little bit of his pants pulled down to show some of his butt, and his butt's back black and blue, and his back is all beat up. And, he got the yeah. ever loving snot beat out of him. And uh, call it a receipt, call it what you will, but uh, this is not over. Yeah. And I don't agree with the way they're doing the next step. This tables match should not be happening next week. The only time that these two should be meeting in the near future should have been at All Out. You should have built this thing till All Out. You've got a pay-per-view, right. build it well, till All Out, and don't. Well, this well this might not know. be this might not be the blow off that you think it is, Sean. Something something tells something tells me that there's going to be more to this, Al. Because of course, remember when Al Al normally, except this case, and this was something that uh, Katie mentioned was that uh, you know you notice that the inner circle was not out there with him on this, right? So yeah, that tell that tells me that. This was uh, very likely a receipt because we know that the uh, chair busting open his head was because Sammy got uh, carried away and grabbed the wrong chair. Right, um, he got reckless. So, and they and and they, you know, normally something like this they would have split screen, and they didn't. They inserted a uh, full out commercial at that at that point. Um, right. And then, and then the point you were starting to starting to talk about uh, somebody who has appeared on our airwaves uh, a couple of times in the past, Mel Cervantes, well, we, Thunder Rosa, the current yes. NWA Women's Champion, and at All Out, she is going to take on Hikaru Shida. Take um, my money now. Seriously, this okay. This well, I match, read, I just read that arc, and I read into that. I wrong. mean, I read it. This what? Uh, go ahead and continue. I'm talking to myself to get my next point. Um, okay. Because I read into this article that I sent you earlier wrong, uh, and I'll explain why here in a minute. But um, we've got some big news, folks, coming out of this. The NWA and All Elite Wrestling are working together. Um, there's going to be a talent exchange from what we are being told. There's, there's going to be some big things that are going to happen out of this. And you've got to remember yeah. that in the month of September, the NWA starts back with weekly pay-per-views. Right, right. I'm, 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 fully, I'm fully expecting to see... All this Cody three, um, something that because uh, I, I was kind of following along the uh, um, vibe on Twitter while this was all going on, and 
somebody mentioned <clears throat> when you when you think about this, the guy, the people that uh, you very likely could see coming in to do shots at AEW would include not just all this, but James Storm, which. I love that. I love that big old redneck. That that boy. That boy is one tough son of a gun. Um, as the uh, late right, great right. Roger Kent, as the late great Roger Kent would say, big enough to go bear hunting with a switch. Um, yeah. Uh, You're going to get a break out of this. Very very likely, um, Marty Bell, which. That would definitely up the talent level in the women's division and Allison Kay. Yes. And oh my God. I mean, you know, you know, if you, you know, I mean, if you know her from her days as uh, Sienna in Impact, you know what kind of talent she is. And absolutely. She's an even better talent now because. You know, I mean, she had she had a heck of a scare. Almost almost died a year or two ago. And right, um, you know, she's she's taken she's taken off some weight, which not that uh, she was a no, not that she was a heavy girl to begin with, and that, um, but it's but uh, she's slimmed she slimmed down a bit. Um, but uh, she's got she's got that she's got that talent that just is amazing, and I think that would be a real, real good help to the women's division, uh, especially with her experience so and that. These are the these are the current NWA champions. You've got the NWA World Heavyweight Champion Nick Aldis. We know that it's going right. to end up being Nick Aldis three, uh, Nick Aldis and Cody Rhodes three. Will that happen at all out? I don't know that they have enough time to build to this, but it sure would be interesting to see them try. Right. Um, the other scenario that I want to paint for everybody with Cody is currently the NWA World Television Championship is vacant. Cody yeah. is no longer the TNT champion. If the NWA does a title tournament for the television title and Cody wins and brings it back to TNT, that's gonna make some. Uh, hey, that, you know that can make some uh, ways to think of, and think about this. Okay, after after last night, um, of course Brody Lee is the right AEW TNT champion. Cody we'll comes back with the NWA. Right, Cody comes back with the NWA TV title. Oh. Could you see the possibility of eventually a winner-take-all match? Absolutely. Yeah. Think about it, guys. Then, Think about it. Then you have the NWA World Tag Team Championships. It's James Storm and Eli Drake. FTR becomes the NW, uh, the AEW World Tag Team Champions, and Eli Drake and James Storm come rolling in with the NWA World Tag Titles. You could get a winner-take-all situation there as well. Oh, Holy crap! I, uh, I mean, that's an, that's another one of those shut up and take my money matches. <laughs> um, and I yet, mean, like I say, I love I love Storm. I've I've been I've been a huge fan of Drake's for I don't know how long, and that, and then you and then I mean, you put them up, oh, two you know, four old school heel types against each other oh my god that just i mean oh talk i mean dusty Rhodes would be talking if he if he was alive to be able to be in the booth and that and if you don't know what a clubbering is that's four fistuses against one bat if you will and you could have Colt Cabana challenging for the NWA National Championship against Aaron the Idol Stevens. Right, because after all, that's that's the last title that uh, Cabana had won, and if Cabana does wind up going uh, full Dark Order, 
know, there's there's some there's some real there's some real potentials on all of these. Um, and but now again, the one we got hold on, yeah, hold on, we, and we the one person. That. The one person that could come to AEW out of this that just joined the NWA, Marty Skrull. Yes. Well, I mean, I mean, there was there was a teaser after uh, Fight for the Fallen. Now, of course, yep. you know now Marty's name. Now Marty's name though got brought up in the whole speaking out thing, and so don't so don't know where that's gonna where that's gonna go. Um, we're just going to kind of have to see, you know, at this point, what his actual situation is before we yes, go jump about the idea of him, you know, being in. So, okay. So now, um, the, uh, AEW women's tag team cup, you swore up and down. This was not going to happen. I said, yes, it would. And which one of us was right, Sean? You were, you were right. Uh, and yep. uh, you know, Evelise and Diamante, they won, and good for them. I've always liked uh, Evelise. She used to wrestle in, here in Illinois as Juliet the Huntress, and uh, yep. man, she was she was good then, yeah. and a thousand times better now. Love her to death. Right, uh, Diamante, I don't know, but I'm very impressed with her work. And oh, as far I know as the nightmares, because of course she was with LAX while it was um, still while it as, was still a TNA thing. As far as Brandy uh, passed, and as far as uh, the the bunny, as she was referred to when all of the butcher and the blade got started, um, I like her. I would have liked to see her more with the butcher and the blade. I thought that that maybe it could have worked, but. Um, Find something for her that works because, you know, unfortunately you can't have well, her be the top heel because you have you have Britt Baker being the top heel right now in the women's division. Right, and of course, yeah, because Britt Baker is scheduled to come back at All Out when she uh, faces Big Swole, <laughs> um, and that was an, that was an interesting little uh, vignette that uh, they had there with. Um, her and Reba and Kip Sabian <laughs> and Penelope Ford, where yes, it you know, was. promised free dental care for a year and uh, um, Reba doing her hair and makeup for a year. And that I, that's like, it's like, okay, this is, this might, this might prove to be some interesting stuff and that. I mean, yep. I was waiting for the I was waiting for the breakup of uh, of the Nightmare Sisters, but uh, you know, obviously, you know, if that if that was on the video, then they obviously cut that for time purposes and everything, um, because they were already in a situation by that point where they had uh, run several matches in on um, NXT, and then. Brody Lee, and this was something, Sean. I, I I was reading a lot of stuff again on Twitter when this was yeah. when this was all over, um, and a lot of people were giving Cody kudos because he made he elevated up all his other opponents to be equal to the point that when Brody got his shot, Brody was going to decimate him one sided like he did. And right. oh, and then and then take the take the belt, which of course you know, was the shocker to everybody. And then that uh, whole that wholesale destruction of the uh, with the with the nightmare family, and especially with uh, Anna J going ahead and fi- and finishing finishing the job off and making herself full-fledged dark order by yes. um putting putting Brandy out with the with the rear naked choke. So But it's also what it's also what Brody Lee said to Tony Schiavone in his promo and Arn Anderson when they attacked him. You are the kind of people that made me do this. This I you yeah. created this monster. Right. 
So I that like is what the Dark that. Order is. I like that because I mean let's I mean let's be honest. That promo was very much. Oh, I mean we I mean we got it we got it we got to admit it. Um, it was a um, it was a it was a bit of a shot at at Vince. Let's y'all. You know, I mean we've got to. We've got we've got to be honest about that. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, oh, you know, yeah. that was you know, you know, but I mean, he was a hundred percent right. I hey, mean, oh, hey. he was uh, he he had he had that uh, um, possibility that you know, I mean, he could he could have been he could have been bigger, and that yeah. Um, so. All right, so now, um, real quick, because we got a little bit less than ten minutes left, um, we'll go over um, take over thirty, and then some, and then some uh, picks for uh, tonight for SummerSlam. Uh, Finn Balor. Well, we got twenty-three minutes that. left. I extended the time. We're going to go till uh, the five o'clock here. Um, you know, Dark uh, Dynamite last night. It was hard for them. They had to start half an hour late. Um, we don't know what was cut because we that has not been revealed. But man, that the 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 promo with MJF, the promo even with John Moxley, those were both good. You had uh, the whole segment with Dark Order. Some people liked, some people didn't. It is what it what it was. But we've got a new TNT champion. Um, yeah, you know Kenny yeah. Omega almost snapping again. That tells me that that snap is coming when FDR takes those belts and all out. Kenny Omega is going to snap, and that's that's yeah, yeah. I yeah, and you know where does yeah? But again, the the whole thing is where does that leave Adam Page? I'm wait. I'm I'm waiting to see how they resolve that part of it. Well, and we talked about this so. last night with Tully Blanchard. Tully Blanchard and FTR and, you know, could you put Adam Page and maybe MJF in this in this and call – I was going to say the Dark Horseman, but because you have the Dark Order, you don't want to do the Dark Horseman. But, right, um, right. You know, this – you've got I, well, all Cody, of the Well, Cody owns there. the trademark. Cody owns the trademark on Four Horsemen. So – he can he can do with this as he as he wishes, and you know, you know maybe the idea that Tully transfers the name onto whatever you know variation of this of this group happens to be. And you know, the next thing I want to talk about real quick because uh, we we did this watch along and. With the new faction with uh, Eddie Kingston, what does this mean for Pac? Um, we know that he's probably stuck in England, but man, he was supposed right. to be with uh, Ray Phoenix and uh, Pentagon, and I don't yeah. want to see yeah, him going because man, we we watched that match back with Kenny Omega that he had last year at All Out, and oh my God, talk about a physical! Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah exactly. You don't want to I mean, I'm hoping, talent. right, right. You know, but unfortunately, again, we're stuck with a situation that uh, does you know does not allow these people to travel. That's why B Priestley's not around. That's why uh, Rio's not around. So there's a lot of there's a lot of people that um, you know would normally be there that can't at the moment. So, um. Get him back. I mean, it's just like it's Sean. It's just like in uh, New Japan right now. Jay White finally um, made his return at uh, on this week's uh, NJPW Strong show. Wow! So I don't know. Yes, I don't know how he managed to get himself across from New Zealand to the U.S., but uh, but he did. Oh, but that so. You know, it's still going to be a question about when they can finally get back to Japan. How they're going to resolve that resolve that issue with Bullet Club? So, right. you know, these are the kind There's of things lot. that you know, we're after. We're after watching. We're after see how they do it. Yeah, 
Um, hopefully, Pac is not gone from the company. Hopefully, it's just a matter of well, COVID. Well, they haven't um, marked a they haven't marked a release for him yet. So, I mean, and I think even uh, if they did, it would be a case that it would be a temporary until they can be traveling again. We do know that on the other show, people were requesting that Velveteen Dream get fired. Oh yes, oh that yeah there there yeah I mean there was um I mean there was um hate tweets going out last week as to why is he why is he even still there and right. apparently you know I mean Vince supposedly although I've although <laughs> I found that uh, um his main accuser was also on Twitter. You know, saying, hey, they never asked me. They never contacted me. So, you know, who knows? Who knows? So, um, uh, so anyway, so Finn Balor into- defeats Timothy Thatcher. Um, yes. In the, in the, uh, in the lat in the latter match, um, well, that, uh, that spot with Candice LeRae, oh my God! Oof. That, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, Damian Priest, Punishment Martinez, um, wins that, gets the gets the North American belt, and then later on proceeds to jump in 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 his gear with his boots. Uh, it's like, dude, those boots are like $500 and you jumped into a hot tub with them on. <laughs> I hope, I hope those things dry out and not, uh, and not screw and not screw up the lining in that. Cause that's not, well, Vince, that's not. Good. Vince wanted them in the hot tub. Vince will buy him a new pair of boots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, <laughs> Then um, the Adam Cole Pat McAfee match. Now, I had you know I I kind I was I kind of glanced at it. I had I had that on my tablet while I was watching AEW on uh, on regular TV, and I only right. kind of saw a little bit of the finish. And I thought, well, that was a waste of TV time. I <laughs> sat around. Well, now hold on. I have to eat my words on that because I sat and I actually uh, watched it here earlier this afternoon, and it was actually a very good match. Um, McAfee really did did look good in there. Um, he that's that swanton that he did to everybody that was there off the top rope. Amazing. I mean. I've se- I've seen guys that have been in this business six seven years or more that can't pull a swanton like that. So, um, his the training that he had been doing for well quite a while. They said two weeks. He's been actually training for many many months just because. Oh, uh, and he so he definitely did a very credible job. I could I could definitely. Uh, watching and uh, having him and having him in a match again. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, Io Shirai and Dakota Kai. Oh my gosh, that that was a that was a fierce match. Um, I mean, and then the stare down heel, after that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, heel. I I like I like babyface Dakota Kai. I definitely like heel Dakota Kai. <laughs> oh, and and, and the, the face off afterward with Rhea Ripley and uh, I didn't get her full name. Something Gonzalez. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, what is that? I can't. I can't. I can't remember right now. But uh, yeah, that that was definitely. Um, that was that was definitely good. I think, yo, know, I mean, obviously that's gonna um, happen out somewhere down the road, and that, and then in the main event, absolute shocker, um, Karrion Cross with uh, 
my old uh, friend Scarlett Bordeaux from Chicago-style wrestling um, beats Keith Lee to become the new NXT champion. Now, Sean, tell them about this because there's a very important thing to this to this match that people did not realize had happened at that time. Um, Karrion Cross dislocated his shoulder and was able to well, finish the match even it. with the injury. Yes, he separated it. Um, now, I, I got to admit this. I wish that Karrion Cross would have been on you and I's radar back when we were running Wrestle Wars because this guy is a totally outstanding talent. Um, mm-hmm. Just absolutely mind-blowing and uh, very interesting to see um, him win, but knowing that he worked this match with a separated shoulder. Um, right. Well, that's, that's yeah. Good and, job. Uh, and in the news, in the news report that uh, you sent me, Triple H um, gave him praise for continuing on and uh, managing to get Keith Lee on his shoulders for the finish. And he also praised Keith Lee for helping him work through the injury and finish the match. So, right. you know, so that, so, I mean, so he gave, uh, he gave both, um, both kudos and that. Uh, the other, uh, the other news that we got on NXT last night, NXT UK returns on September 17th. Yes. That's going to, that's going to be, that's going to be a, a big one and that. So, all right. So SummerSlam starts, well, technically in uh, about an hour and 13 minutes, according to my clock. Um, yes. So let's, let's go ahead and let's, and let's uh, break down the matches and who we think is going to win. Um, and the open, so, what will probably be the opening contest, Apollo Crews will take on MVP for the United States Championship with Bobby Lashley and Shelton Benjamin banned from ringside. Right, right. So yeah, so I definitely, I definitely think they're gonna they're gonna keep the strap on Cruz um, because with the fact that eventually. Randy Orton is going to get the um, WWE Championship. Maybe not necessarily tonight, but uh, maybe in a couple of weeks at Payback. SmackDown is going to need a at least relatively strong babyface champion, and that's where that's where Apollo Cruz is going to come in. Absolutely. Uh, Street so. Profits. Take on Andrade and Angel Garza for the Raw Tag Team Championships. Now, now Bleacher Report is calling it uh, for Andrade and Garza. I, you know, I'm not sure. I'm not necessarily sure I see that happening because, of course, they've been for the longest time teasing the tension between the two of them, and that. So it's. I'm I'm not sure I'm not sure you know that they'll that they'll actually go ahead and and pull the trigger on this one or not, uh, especially with especially with the um, with the women's titles and that absolutely so, yeah so which let's let's go yeah let's go to that let's go to that next now. Um, Oscar gets Oscar gets um gets banks first and then and then uh at some point later on and I don't know exactly how they're gonna divide up the card, she gets she gets Bailey. Now right. they what they might do is they might have you know have her uh, the lot the logic is that um Oscar will get the raw title back, but either will lose to Bailey or Bailey 
screws it in some other way that, uh, you know, by a, a DQ or some other way, doesn't get the doesn't get the title. Right. Um, and you were saying that. No. Um, yeah. This is going to be interesting to see. As we talked about before, I don't see the need for any woman to have two belts. Mm-mm. Or any guy for that matter. So this so. might right. So this might so this might event so this might lead finally to the Bailey Banks split up, which is going to be interesting because of course, you know, you're going to have the situation where they've got the tag titles, but they're so angry with each other that they can't uh, defend you know, them successfully. They can't defend them properly. Okay. But what tag team are you going to put against them? Because right now it looks like, oh, um, and we might very well possibly tonight see Alexa Bliss as Sister Abigail. So, yes. Um, and then, and then the match where where real life may have taken over the the planned story, um, Mandy Rose versus Sonya Deville. Now this was originally slated to be a hair versus hair match, um, yes. but then last Sunday morning happened, right. and the break in. At uh, at Deville's house in Florida, where right. Mandy was at the time, right? Um, and of course, I had reported on the on that uh, preliminary hearing that uh, that the day that it occurred, um, right? So now it is a no disqualification loser leaves match. Yes. Oh, who is leaving um, WWE? Well, I'd say obviously the odds obviously the odds favor the fact that uh Sonia is going to need time to a emotionally get uh over what had happened and b obviously she's going to have to deal with all the with all the legal situations because now she's going to be running court dates and stuff like that. And she needs to she needs to concentrate on that. So right, yeah, Mandy, Mandy, Mandy definitely, Mandy definitely gets this one. Um, then you have Dominic Mysterio against Seth Rollins in a street fight. Right, right. Uh, Dominic, who might at some point here get uh, get renamed Prince Mysterio. He has a mask and everything. So, right. Um, so, yeah, I think that's, I think that's gonna, you know, obviously you have to have the payback, especially after the beatdown that uh, Dominic took a couple of weeks ago. Right. Where, I then mean, his chest match. is back red, red, red. Yes. Then the singles match for the WWE Championship. Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton. Okay. Now again, they you know the talk is that uh that at some point here Randy is gonna be getting that title. Um now what now what Bleacher Report is thinking might possibly happen is that we have oh whatever you want to call them a Urzat's Dark Order. Um, I mean, let's put it this way: I've seen I've seen backyard stuff that looked better than Retribution. <laughs> but they're thinking that uh, Retribution interferes, and it's a no contest, which would then lead to obviously um, the match in two weeks that uh, Payback, and then Orton finally gets the belt. Right. Um, And and then the other main event, coming to you live from the Thunderdome. Thunder, thunder, thunder. Yeah. Which, by the way, you you're if if you're thinking about wanting to get in the Thunder 
Dome. <laughs> don't don't wait don't waste your time filling out the application and that. Because from what I found out from a couple of people when I posted uh, on Twitter about it, um, you're getting the TV feed. You're getting what we see on Fox. So don't so don't even don't even bother. Um, <laughs> It'll be so, Braun Strowman against the Fiend Bray Wyatt. In a Falls Count Anywhere match for the Universal Championship. Yep. And so that, so yeah, the question is does Alexa Bliss show up? And if so, how does she show up? Does she show up as Alexa? Does she show up as Sister Abigail? And if so, does she wind up costing Braun the title? Bleacher Report thinks that he's, that, uh, that uh, the fiend is going to win. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure. I think. I think it's going to depend. I'm. I'm honestly thinking that uh, Bliss is the wild card in this whole thing. If she's there, she'll do something that will cause Strowman to lose. And I'm. That's. That's. That's how I'm. That's how I'm going to put it. That's how I'm feeling. We have some breaking news on AEW Dynamite's schedule um, coming to you. Obviously, Thursday the 27th, they will be on at 7 o'clock, which means uh, I believe that we are going to be on at 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. Um, We've got to talk to Katie about that and see what what we're going to do about that. We're going to try to make it work. Yeah. Um, They have a Dynamite scheduled for Wednesday the 2nd at 7 p.m., but according to the Internet right now and Google, they also have an episode of AEW Dynamite scheduled uh, as a pre-show to AEW All Out on Saturday the 5th that will start at 4.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. Yeah, we'll finalize everything. Um, watch our Watch our pages on Facebook, for for further information once we finalize all of that. Um, which would lead me to believe that the one on Saturday, the no, uh, September 5th at 4.30 p.m. on TNT, that is going to be the buy-in to All Out that they will air on TNT for free. Um, that's the way I yeah. would do it. So, right. um, boy, yeah. this is going to be some yeah. great stuff coming in the next couple of weeks. AEW All Out coming your way September 5th live on pay-per-view. Also, uh, as we said, September 17th, AE, uh, NXT UK returns. Um, man, we've got there's there's a lot of stuff coming up. And uh, obviously yep. the NWA pay-per-views, which we will bring you an update on on Thursday's program on when that's going to be starting. And, uh, man, right. you know, we thought the wrestling business was dead, and here it just blows up all over again. Um you know, even yeah. with COVID going yeah. on. Like, so, yeah, it's like um, it's suddenly a big thing. Right. It's, uh, you know, um, we uh, hope that everybody's had a safe weekend and uh, want to remind everybody that we will be coming your way uh, sometime this week again with Rampage Rants, uh, Thursday Night Turmoil, hopefully. And um, in a couple weeks, well, actually not a couple weeks, in about a month, We'll be bringing you our seven-year anniversary on the yeah. 7th and 8th of October. So we're going to be booking some guests for that, Steve Kane and I, over the course of the next couple yeah. weeks. And then this thing is yep. going to be great. Uh, going to get some old-timers back. Got a, I've got a potential. I've got a potential. I just, you know, with the AEW thing, I've been, you know, kind of holding <laughs> off on pulling, pulling the trigger on, on this because it's uh, – Right. It's it, – Hopefully a couple of uh, unique individuals, but that's all I'll tease. I won't even let you in on it yet. So, well, it's uh, <laughs> all right. It's it's pre-show time. We need to get out of here, Sean. So, all right, everybody, enjoy your SummerSlam, and we will talk to you very soon. Uh, you know, uh, SummerSlam, man, it's here, uh, 2020, and we're coming to you live from the Thunderdome 
in wherever they're, yeah. Good night, everybody. Enjoy SummerSlam. Good night.